0: yeah
1: yeah ball so hard you better believe me it's scary it's basketball at the bar with calvin and barry so put a tip in the jar Cause these dudes can really fill it up Whether it's buckets you need Or just a beer in a cup We're here for fresh conversations Got some delicious libations Subscribe to the channel And turn on the notifications My boys got you covered Like you being guarded by payers From the glove to the claw And everyone else in between Calvin and Barry got everything that you need So sit back Relax because we're starting the show It's basketball at the bar Grab your drinks and let's go Drink, let's, go. let's go subscribe to the channel and turn on the notification subscribe to the channel and turn on the notification let's get it what up ballers welcome to basketball at the bar join us live For the best NBA podcast here on YouTube, where the takes are hot and the drinks are cold. There's no dress code, and you can take us wherever you go. So pull up a stool, drop a like, and don't forget to subscribe. This is Basketball at the Bar. Grab your drinks, and let's go. Calvin, it's uh, officially NBA Free Agency. Welcome in, everybody. Thank you all for joining us. We're going to be breaking down all the deals today in the NBA surrounding Free agency and Calvin, we have a ton of stuff to talk about today. So if you are watching, please make sure to hit that like button down below. Please hit that subscribe button. And I also want to remind you all, we are giving away a $250 Fanatics gift card. All you need to do is click on the video posted uh, on the homepage of this channel. Uh, Watch it. It's titled Fanatics Gift Card and you can enter in to win. So, Calvin, welcome in. It is Thursday, and it is uh, officially free agency.
0: It is official. It is. There's a lot of money flying around right now.
1: Yeah, what's up, Jay Drew? Good to see you here in the chat. And, yes, there is a lot of uh, money flying around here. Calvin, there's so much stuff going on. Like, I don't even know where to start from. Do we just start on Woj's Twitter account and just scroll up from the bottom? Or or where do you want to start? <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, I mean, that's a good question. You could start a, a lot of places. Most people are starting with the, the deal that hasn't actually been done yet, right? It's what, ha- what's happening with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Where do they both end up next season? Um, the Lakers have been very, very busy today. They've signed, yep. you know, maybe not like, uh, a franchise changing player, but the message I think was clearly heard through the building. No more old guys. This we want young players. This is a this relatively
1: team. mild offseason for the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Well, for now. Last season they for traded now. for Westbrook. You know, they've yeah. traded for... There's
0: still potentially a Kyrie yeah. Irving trade coming. Maybe even a Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant trade coming. So, the yeah. Lakers are still the Lakers, but...
1: They are. What's up, Progressive G? Good to see you here mm-hmm. in the chat. So, yeah, let's dive right into it. KD officially requests a trade from the Nets. And, uh... The interesting note here from Wosh is the trade request goes directly to the owner. <laughs> Not let me speak to your manager, but mm-hmm. I'm going straight to the owner. Get me the hell out of here. Uh, the funny thing is the first thing I said to you when, when we walked in is I was like, Did he wait on Kyrie to request this trade? And you said...
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely he did. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the reason and, he went and there, Can though. you really blame him? Yeah, well, yes, that, but... You know, just like in real life, relationships sour, you might want something at one point and you, you know, you get into it and realize that it wasn't the right decision or that you're better off doing something else. Yeah. And I think that's definitely the thought process that Kevin Durant has had over the past couple of weeks or months.
1: Kyrie, you wasted three years of my life, (laughs) three years of my life, and now I want out. And where do I want to go? You want to go to a contender? I was talking to Pat about this when we were driving to Wailea today. And uh, I was like, you know, the only thing that KD could really, really want, like the only thing he could really want anymore is another ring, right? Like the dude has all the money in the world, not worried about money. um, But it's that like, and and I kind of compared it to what Tom Brady did, right, in football was it's like, the knock against Tom Brady was, oh, you can't win without Bill Belichick. You're a a system quarterback or or whatever. And and I mean, maybe he is, maybe he's not. But he went to the Bucks, won a title his first year. Now everyone's like, oh yeah, he's definitely the goat. Like, there's nothing you could say against him. Similar thing with KD, right? Where he goes, wins all the rings with Golden State. Then yeah. his thing was, like, I need to win a ring without the Warriors uh-huh. because everyone discounts all his rings, right? Yeah. Not everyone, but most people. You know, yeah. he earned them, but they were the easy route or whatever. So, right, right. for me, that makes it to where you can cross off, like, 70% of the teams in the league, right? Like, Katie's not going there because he yeah, needs to win a ring.
0: And the other side of that is, you know, how is it any different if he? decides oh, i'm going to the lakers this time or i'm going to the suns yeah or i'm going to miami and he wins a championship with that team like how is that any different than going to the golden state warriors and winning two rings with them
1: he's not going to the team that just set the record for the most wins all time in the regular season that's true that is impossible for him to do
0: <laughs> that is impossible and i think You're i was right watching
1: the espies last night it was a replay and they were talking about some i think it was the uconn women's basketball team or something and the joke was, they've won so much that KD wants to join the team. <laughs> and that just goes to show right there. Uh, Progressive G says, keep reading about Blake Griffin trying to sign with the Lakers.
0: Yeah, I've actually read that it's, he, he just wants to go back to one of the L.A. teams. We, you know It could be a reunion with the Clippers or the Lakers. Better fit for him. Ooh, I don't know. That's tough. I'll probably say right now the Clippers just because... They got more three-point shooting. They have more three-point shooting, and they're they're also, as the way the roster breaks down today, currently, at this point, this moment in time, 339 Hawaiian Standard Time, (laughs) the Clippers have the better roster. Yeah, yeah. They have a better chance to win right now.
1: Shit's blowing up in Brooklyn. (laughs) It is blowing up. (laughs) I mean, KD wants out. Blake Griffin is leaving not that he was like their franchise player or anything but he yeah. he did a lot for that team mm-hmm. uh they lost all the young guys d'angelo russell's gone uh laverd is gone uh, is it basically ben simmons joe harris and kyrie at this point or
0: yeah yeah it <laughs> who is. do you
1: expect to go into next season <laughs> with the nets yeah like is kyrie going to be there no no you so you think trade or buyout him
0: and Durant are both gone
1: You see buyout.
0: I see trade. Okay. As the most likely option. Interesting. Where do you think he'll get traded? The Lakers.
1: Kyrie? Yeah. For Westbrook? For Westbrook. Okay.
0: And not KD? That one I'm not so sure about yet.
1: Okay. Well, if Kyrie ends up with the Lakers, that makes the Lakers roster better than the Clippers, right?
0: If Anthony Davis is healthy, yes. Okay.
1: So (laughs) maybe Blake Griffin should go there. Uh, Ivan says Jalen Brunson got way overpaid by the stupid Knicks. Is it official? Are they stupid or did he sign a deal? I don't I
0: don't think they're oh, stupid. Here we see it. I think they're
1: desperate. Whoa says 4 years, 104 million dollar deal with the New York Knicks. Uh that's pretty funny because I, I could have sworn the deal he had from the Mavericks was, was 106 or
0: something
1: 106 like that. <laughs> but the the deal includes a player option for the final season, so maybe that was the negotiation maybe. tactic: was we'll give you two million less, but the last year is a player option. So if you play well, you can opt out, you can bump it up, or if you play like shit, you can opt in, and we'll still pay you. Yeah. But uh Ivan says way overpaid. You think so?
0: Um. Yeah, probably. But you know, in my opinion, there's only like maybe five to eight percent of players in the entire league that aren't overpaid at this point that's just where we've gotten to in um you know contract negotiations and and money uh you know i still go back to the fact that jonathan isaac signed an 80 million dollar contract while rehabbing a torn achilles and we still haven't seen him play since then so it's that's just the state of where things are if you're valued in the nba you're going to make a lot of money, and probably more money than you might deserve, quote-unquote.
1: Progressive G has got a really, really good question here, and also he mentions Nick Claxton. Can't forget about him. He's in Brooklyn.
0: He's in Brooklyn.
1: Not that that's going to make a difference, but uh, is
0: Brunson better than Kemba Walker? Right now, yes. Really? Yeah. Okay. Kemba Walker is a shell of his old self. He, He can't do any of the stuff that we've what we think of when we watch Kemba Walker play.
1: What about Kemba joining New York versus now Kemba?
0: Oh, well, like Kemba, was the damage done in New Kemba York. When he was at his best, I would say is better than Jalen Brunson,
1: but was the damage done in New York or was it done? I, before I don't that?
0: know. I think it was, it's probably a slow gradual thing. I, I mean, okay. the, the guy is he, from everything I've heard, he's really done a number on his knees and his ankles. And he, you know, for a guy that is, so much of his game is creating space, getting, you know, difficult shots off that require a lot of uh, stability, balance, strength in your joints and your legs, uh, that if you lose that, you're going to be not nearly as effective as a player as you were. Uh, that's Very true. That's pretty obvious.
1: And we all remember that step back. Yeah. So... That definitely takes a a lot of uh, a lot of stress on your knees and ankles. And for a guy that
0: was never a you know a dead eye three point shooter, like yeah, you know that's the difference between him and Derrick Rose, right? Yeah. Derrick Rose was not a three an outside shooter, yep. but he learned after he realized his body would not let him play the way that he had been accustomed to playing his whole life. He he learned how to to change up his game, and he became a reliable outside shooter. Kemba Walker has not gotten to that point yet, so
1: yeah. I mean, I remember he was shooting the ball exceptionally well. I think it was one or two seasons with Charlotte, but it wasn't consistent. It it wasn't consistent,
0: and in the broad scope of how he's shot, you know, over his entire career, even going back to his college days, he was never known as an outside shooter.
1: All right, let's work our way down the list here, Calvin. So next up, the Wizards. They add DeLon Wright. On a two-year, $16 million deal, that's another player leaving the Hawks. The Wizards have now, today, re-signed Bradley Beal. They brought in DeLon Wright, and I think it was yesterday, they made the trade for Will Barton and Monty Morris.
0: They also re-signed Anthony Gill, who was uh, another backup guard for them last season. Okay. Um, Are they just going all in on guards here at this point? It seems like it. They drafted Johnny Davis. Yeah. Uh, they you know Will Barton I think has played the three in the past in, in the NBA even though he's not the stereotypical or prototypical three body, um, but yeah they're they got a ton of guards there all of a sudden.
1: Yeah. I mean, what does this mean for Bradley Beal? Because he just resigned.
0: What it means is Bradley Beal is paid. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it means. Yeah, I think that's set. the only thing he really cares about right now.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, we got a lot of stuff to discuss here, so I'm just going to kind of go down go down the list here. You tell me, good deal, bad deal, and uh, if you want to elaborate, go for it. Kyle Anderson agrees to a two-year, eighteen million dollar deal to join the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh,
0: I think it's a good deal. You know, Minnesota is has now reached the stage of their their best players are set. Um, you know, I think there's still a question mark as to what they do with D'Angelo Russell he's his name has been floated around in trade talk for for a while now but they they have their uh their cornerstones right of the franchise they they know what they're building around so now the question is finding those the combination of young or veteran players that help fill out the rest of the roster Kyle Anderson you know i think has been a, a very very admirable or serviceable pro backup can start as well play multiple positions guard multiple positions um, and has played for some pretty good teams in in the past as well. So he knows what it's like to be a a part of a winning team, winning culture. So I think it's a good move.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Orlando magic guard, Gary Harris has agreed on a two year, $26 million contract extension.
0: Yeah, this one, I'm not a hundred percent sure on, Uh, I mean, Orlando is just in such a, a holding pattern or like a, you know, where do we go from here sort of thing. They're just beginning this yeah. rebuild when you go back to last year. They've already got a ton of guards, um, but a lot of them are super, super young or haven't played very much in their careers like Markel Fultz. So, you know, signing a, a reliable two-way player like this, uh, again, probably seems like a good move. It It's just you, don't, you have no idea what this team is going to look like right now. Yeah, to me, this they also is, re-signed Mo Bamba.
1: Yeah, to me, this is basically um, an NBA 2K move. It's it's re-sign a guy that you have, trade him to a contender at the yeah. trade deadline or next off season, yeah. salvage whatever value you can. Gary Harris is not the future of the Orlando Magic. They have a ton of young players that they are developing, uh, and I have high hopes for Orlando, but it's not going to happen anytime soon. So Gary Harris returning to the deal is is a way for Orlando to extract value and add assets. That's what it is to me. Bottom bottom line. Uh, in other news, James Harden and the Sixers are meeting on the weekend to negotiate his new deal. Interesting news. No surprise there. Daryl Morey gets his man, in James Harden. And Harden is waiting for the Sixers to add more talent, and then which uh, they've already done. Yeah, and then uh, do his little loophole thing and re-sign afterwards. Yep. Uh, to create some more salary tax money for the NBA. We talked about Nick Claxton has agreed to a two-year, $20 million uh, deal to return to the Brooklyn Nets. Good deal or bad deal for Brooklyn?
0: Good deal because they're <laughs> they're losing options rapidly by the second, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they just have to, at this point, grab anybody that is willing to stay there.
1: What do you think is going to happen with uh, Steve Nash? Because did you see the article where they were talking about, you know, the Nets had issues with Kyrie Irving about his stance on the vaccine, and but the main issues were the way that he was t- uh, treating his teammates, coaching staff, and executives. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned a specific incident, I think it was in March or April, at Steve Nash's house where Kyrie Irving, it was a team meeting, and Kyrie Irving says, Show me Kobe's MVP awards. Is that a shot at Nash or kind of weird, right? Like you have two titles but no rings. Like what else is he trying to say here? Or sorry, two I don't really MVPs but no means. rings. Kobe's only got one, but he's one of the greatest players. I think that's kind of what he was Maybe. getting at was like I don't have an MVP, yeah, I, I, but I have a ring and I'm better than you, Steve Nash.
0: Well, that I mean, that seems to have been Kyrie's attitude since the moment Nash was hired, right? You go back to that comment that him and Kevin Durant uh, are coaches. We're all as coaches, well, right? we can be like, a coach. I'm a coach. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't know if it's a respect thing or if it's just uh, if it's just a Kyrie thing. He's the Oprah but, of of coaches. <laughs> You're a coach. Yeah. You're a coach. <laughs> um, but I think Steve Nash has has got to feel a little sigh of relief. I mean, he probably is is not feeling the greatest, especially with the Kevin Durant news. because he knows the team is going to be a fraction of how good they were Mm -hmm. last year. But at the same time, the level of stress maybe is going to be a lot lower for him this season. I think that it's, you know, now he's not under a microscope all the time, which is probably the better thing. Yeah. I mean, that's unfortunately the uh, conundrum that you have as a, as a head coach in professional sports. If you're, Yep. If you're really good, that means you've got to manage a bunch of these amazing egos and, you know, the the pressure is on all the time and if your team is is bad, then maybe you don't have as much pressure on you it, until it gets to the point where you're, you're you've reached a stage of you lost too many games, now we've yeah. got to let you go. So, it, it's going to be very very interesting. If he comes back and turns Ben Simmons into an all-star <laughs> next year, then I, I think he's in a good position.
1: Yeah. I thought it's funny because, like, last offseason when they brought in Steve Nash, you and I were talking about the coach hire, and and I said, this looks just like what the Nets did when they brought in Jason Kidd, right? Like, they traded for Paul Pierce. They traded for Kevin Garnett. They're like, we're all in. This is the year. We're winning it all. We bring in a rookie head coach, a former player, Hall of Fame point guard in Jason Kidd, it all falls apart. Uh, a Kid is let go. Yeah. He moves on. Does a similar thing happen here with Nash, or do you see him coaching the team next season? Is he more likely to stay if they stay competitive, or is he more likely to stay if they're like, we're just hitting the reset button, and if Nash, if you want to stay around for a rebuild, we're happy to have you?
0: I think at this point he's likely to stay regardless of any situation. I mean, it, it makes... It doesn't make a lot of sense, I think, if you're going to lose Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to also get rid of Steve Nash and try to start over. First of all, who are you going to hire? Like, there aren't many other names out there. Mike D'Antoni still is If you get
1: rid of Kyrie and Katie, you are starting over.
0: Yes, you're starting over. Yes, you are. But I I just don't, like, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me to fire Nash on top of this already. Um, Do you I, think I would he'll want to be I would there? I give him an opportunity. Yeah, it, I think. You he think would. he'll
1: want to be there if they're not a contender?
0: I think he wants to be a coach, or maybe and they like mutually part it, if ways. You, if you are, a, if you are a coach of any team, yeah, you are much more. You don't know when your next opportunity, your job opportunity, is going to come if you leave, right? Mark Jackson. So you, you would want to stay. I think, regardless of the situation. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I think this gives Steve Nash an opportunity to show people that he really can coach. A lot of people like I'm seeing even here in the chat are down on him as a coach, just like they were down on Jason Kidd yep. as a coach. Right. And that worked out for him eventually, eventually. in the long run. Um, I, I wouldn't, uh, just dismiss Steve Nash as a head coach automatically right away based on what happened last season. Yeah. First of all, they didn't have their full team for the entire year. You never really got to see what they could have looked like at full strength.
1: They had a great record at one point. They
0: did. They were number one in the Eastern Conference yeah. at one point. Um, and uh, Kyrie Irving, to, coaching him must be the biggest nightmare imaginable in basketball. I really, really believe that. Like, having to deal with this guy on a daily basis yeah, must be Absolutely infuriating as a coach, as somebody who, do, you know, tries to command order and respect and all this stuff and has to put people in line. Yeah. Uh, that's got to be such a, a frustrating thing. Not so, a team player, not a team player at all. And and I think that that really had uh, a huge impact on what the Nets looked like as a team as a whole. That's probably an understatement, right? So oh, yeah. And I think the, give, the Nets give agree this with guy, you. <laughs> yeah. Give this guy an opportunity next year without the – the egos, without the yeah. vaccine issue, without all the bullshit. Just, yeah, maybe, <laughs> but just see what it's like.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, the Nets are bringing <laughs> back Patty Mills on a two-year deal worth $14.5 million. So he will be there to help lead Coach Natch to uh, some respectability, I guess. Uh, we mentioned Jalen Brunson, five years, $106 million, to to uh, – Or actually, 104 million to join the Knicks, 106 million by the Mavericks, and he said, "No, thank you, Mark Cuban. I'm done playing with Luka Doncic." Uh, What is it, Trevlin Queen? Yeah, free agent. I don't even know if I've heard of this person before. Joins the Philadelphia 76ers. That's it. The Sixers are going all in. They're they're signing everybody (laughs) here. Who is
0: this person? Um, I I don't have much information on. Did they play in the league? I think he was with somebody last year.
1: Okay, interesting. Uh, Nick Batum agrees to a two-year deal to return to the L.A. Clippers. I don't see a price tag here, but I like it a lot for the Clippers. They've been focusing on 3 and D guys.
0: He, he was the G League MVP, traveling oh, queen.
1: Interesting. Shows how much I, I watch the G League. Uh, but
0: Ten Nick, games
1: for Houston last year. Okay, makes sense. It all makes sense here, Calvin. But uh, I like what the Clippers are doing here. They're adding more 3D guys. But the key to them that we've been talking about is they need to be healthy, right? They need Kawhi Leonard. They need Paul George to be back next season. I like the addition of John Wall. I like the fact that they're bringing back Nick Batum and uh, some of these other guys like Robert Covington. Good deal for the Clippers, right?
0: They're looking good right now on paper.
1: Free agent Lou Dort has agreed to a five-year, $87.5 million deal to stay with Oklahoma City after the Thunder decline his uh, team option. I think uh, Lou Dort probably sent a message to the front office, I don't want to play for this. If yeah. you want me to re-sign, let's do it right now. He's back for five more years. What does this deal mean for Lou, and what does it mean for OKC?
0: Um, it's a... Building block deal for Lou Dort. You know, if he continues to improve and play better, this is the gateway to an even bigger contract in the future, right? Um, and then, what does it mean for Oklahoma City? It, it means they retain one of their best overall players to help facilitate with all the young guys in the rebuilding process. So, yeah.
1: I love Lou Dort, man. I, great move by them. I wish, I wish the Kings had a chance. And as soon as I saw them decline it, I'm like, maybe. <laughs> But I knew there was there was more in the works because a, a team like the Thunders doesn't just make stupid mistakes like that. So Lou Dort returns to them. Uh, and bright young future for, for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Chris Bobby Boucher is returning to the Toronto Raptors <laughs> on a three-year, $35.25 million deal. Chris Boucher has been great at times. He's disappeared at times. We've seen him block a lot of shots. Hit a lot of threes. What does this mean for Toronto? Uh,
0: you know, I think again, a lot of when once free agency starts, you're either a team that has an opportunity or an ability to go after yep. the the highest coveted players, or you're a team in the middle or on the bottom, to where you have to bottom feed and or not necessarily bottom feed. That makes it sound really really bad. But you've got Tell to, me how you
1: really feel, Cal. <laughs> you,
0: you, you're stuck. You, you have to fill out the rest of your roster and you don't have that many options. So a lot of these teams look to uh, the guys that they already had, right? Because yep. it, you have familiarity with them. Um, generally speaking, they, they have a good relationship with the organization and are, are uh, more inclined to want to return if you're going to give them a long-term deal or, or a multi-year deal, something like that. So that's what this feels like to me. Is this like a a poor man's,
1: um, what's the dude, Miles Turner? I wouldn't go
0: that far. No? Um. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. Uh, Boucher's not nearly as big as Turner is. Um, yeah. Not a, as good of a shot blocker. He's, uh, I, I think Chris Boucher is an, a nice role player. Like, he, he okay. can come in and, and, as you said, he gets hot every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Hits a bunch of threes um but he he's not a he's not an everyday starter in my opinion.
1: Okay. Uh progressive g says the nets started the season with KD, Kyrie and Harden. Isn't that a trip to think about?
0: It's probably the the biggest failure a, as a team in it, NBA history. It reminds me say. of the Thunder,
1: right? They had KD. Yeah, they did. They had Westbrook and they had Harden. They lost them all, didn't win a title. Uh, That's crazy man. Kevin Durant poor poor Kevin Durant man that (laughs) guy's
0: poor Nets fans
1: not having good luck here. Uh, Damian Jones has agreed to a two-year deal with the LA Lakers returning to the Lakers after previously playing with them and being released. uh, I think it's a good deal for the Lakers.
0: I think the Lakers have made a lot of good deals today.
1: It's like what you said right they are going younger. Yeah, that's the goal here. Yep. he is definitely younger. He'd probably be the youngest player on last year's roster if you didn't include, like, Austin Reeves uh, or Taylor somebody. Tucker, I think, Or, or THT, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Amir Coffey has agreed to a three-year, $11 million deal with the Clippers. Big deal here or no?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, you know, like we just talked about with the Clippers, they're, I think they're making the right decisions, the right moves. Uh, they, they're setting themselves up here to, um, if they're healthy, fully healthy, they, they could make a really good run here. They could make a run at the whole thing.
1: Yeah, it's the Clippers were one of those teams, right, when we talked about them, we're like, they don't really have a lot of options here. They've yeah. been able to add a few guys and retain guys. I love what they've done so far.
0: Yeah, it helps when uh, one team is willing to buy somebody out for $40-plus yes. so that you can sign them with the mid-level exception. That's that definitely that's a huge, huge help.
1: Helps a lot. <laughs> Free agent Tyus Jones is returning to the Memphis Grizzlies on a two-year $30 million deal. Wow, that's a lot of money for Tyus Jones. $15 million a year to come off the bench, huh?
0: Yeah, well, think about it. John Morant missed how many games for them in the regular season last like year? 25 or something almost. like yeah. that? Um, and they were really, really good without him. Yep, Having a, a legit backup point guard is a, a good part to that or a big piece of that. So yeah,
1: As amazing as he has been, he's had a ton of knee injuries. So having a backup point guard definitely, definitely suits them. Uh, and, you know, on that subject, we might as well talk about Jaron Jackson Jr. Just had surgery, will be out four to six weeks. I think it was a stress fracture in the foot. Um, expected to make a full recovery, but this is another off season and another injury for Jaron Jackson jr. Yeah. A dude that I've absolutely loved, uh, and they re-signed him, but, um, troubling for them.
0: Well, sure. It's troubling, you know, to see injuries pile up to one of your franchise players, one of your leaders, um, on the team, but expected to make a full recovery, still super young. Yep. Um, you, I don't think you're anywhere near hitting the panic button yet.
1: So he could be back by January. Worst case.
0: Four to six weeks? I think it's, it's a January? four to six months. Oh, months.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So January. Interesting. Uh, free agent Daniel House has agreed to a two-year $8.5 million deal with the Sixers James Harden is bringing the band back together this time <laughs> yeah, in Philadelphia. Is. We saw PJ Tucker signed with them. Now it's Daniel house. Uh, this is the guy that famously got kicked out of the bubble for uh, bringing a testing agent into his room, but he's back. He's here with the Sixers. Uh, what do you think about this deal?
0: Well, uh, Philadelphia is still, you know, rumored to be shopping Tobias Harris, uh, potentially moving him. So, uh, th- Seems like you're gonna have to if you do end up doing that you're gonna have to grab Some more wings to or a wing to fill out the roster and like you said, he's got the connection with James Harden and Daryl Morey previously so Makes sense in those regards.
1: Yeah, definitely Good move for the Sixers. They are continuing to add talent and it helps a lot when you are second-best player I guess and, and James Harden is willing to wait and say, sign all these other guys, and then I'll re-sign, and we'll work out a deal. It'll work out. Bobby Portis is returning to the Milwaukee Bucks on a four-year, $49 million contract. We heard rumors that he could potentially join the Golden State Warriors this morning. Ends up re-signing with the Bucks. He was instrumental in their short playoff run this season. I love what I've seen out of Bobby Portis this season. I think this is a great deal for Bobby and for the Bucks. What are your thoughts?
0: This is huge. For Milwaukee. This deal alone helps keep them, to me, in title contention for next yep. year. I, yep. I, I love it yeah. for
1: Milwaukee. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it helps them a lot. And I think it takes some stress off of uh, Brooke Lopez and what's going on with him. He's been dealing with injuries as well. Uh, so, Bobby Portis, congratulations. You finally got your long deal, and it's with a title contender in the Bucks. So, huge deal for them. The Portland Trailblazers have officially re-signed – Afroni Simons to a four-year, $100 million contract extension. Interesting move here, Calvin. We thought that Afroni Simons could potentially be on his way out uh, due to Damian Lillard wanting to play with win-now players. Maybe he'd be included in a trade for a Bradley Beal or somebody like that. Seems like since all those big names are coming off the board and we're seeing guys like Zach Levine uh, being uh, said that they're going to return to their team, Portland, Signs a deal with Anthony Simons. What does this ne- mean for Portland? What does this mean for Damian Lillard?
0: Well, I, I personally was never really in the camp that believed Anthony Simons was going anywhere. Um, I think after the year that he had, you know, again, uh, Portland does want to... The, the goal is win now, right, with Damian Lillard. You went out, you got Jeremy Grant. Um, but I think that Portland is also trying to maybe mirror or try to simulate what the Golden State Warriors have done a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. They want to be good now, but they also want to be good five, ten years from now, potentially. So they've got a guy in Anthony Simons who could be one of those elite-level guards in the league in the next five to ten years if he continues to get better and better. Um, So this seems like a good move to me. And it makes sense, too, especially when you're going to draft Shaden Sharp with the seventh overall pick. Mm -hmm. They're on the same timeline. They have kind of the same feel to them. Guys that have a huge amount of potential. If Sharp turns out to be one of the better players in this draft, you've got two really solid running mates there that could be with this team again for, you know, another decade. Does this mean Lillard might be on the way out? Who knows? Uh, I would find that very unlikely, especially after going after Jeremy Grant. Mm -hmm. Um, That. feels like a move that you're saying to Damian Lillard where maybe we haven't done enough or as much as we want to now, but we're, we're working on it. And maybe the, by the trade deadline, another big name becomes available and they go out and they grab them for a second half run, uh, you know? Okay.
1: We will uh, see what happens in Portland, uh, but good news for them. They're bringing back a very important piece in Afrony Simon's. Can't let a guy like that leave, especially for for absolutely nothing. So, good deal for them. All-star guard Bradley Beal has signed a five-year, $251 million max contract to stay with the Washington Wizards. This is one of the biggest contracts we've ever seen, if not the biggest. I don't think I've seen a bigger contract than this. Maybe the 278 or something, uh, I think by Giannis. Um, But huge, huge deal for Bradley Beal. And like we said, the man did what he said he was going to do. He sure did. He is back with the Washington Wizards. No stress for him. Not worried about championships. He's just getting (laughs) paid and enjoying his life in Washington.
0: Yeah. Wow. He, He must really like it there.
1: Yeah, right. He must really like it a lot, huh? All right. So Kevin Durant has made an official trade request to the owner of the Nets. The Nets are acquiring Jazz's Royce O'Neal in a trade for a 2023 first-round pick. And then I think I saw a deal surrounding, um, who was it, Joe Ingles? Is he going to
0: the Nets as well? Yeah, uh, Milwaukee.
1: Oh, the Bucks Signing. Yes.
0: There. I forget the, what the details of the contract are. I think it
1: was so. a one-year deal. His wife broke the news.
0: His wife did break the news yeah. on Twitter.
1: Yeah. Well, it looks like things are starting to slow down here. I don't see Woj tweeting much. Maybe he is finally asleep or exhausted <laughs> or passed out. I don't really know, but that is a tough uh, list to go over. A lot of stuff to pay attention to, especially if you're a guy sure. like Woj. A lot of stuff
0: we didn't even talk
1: about. Your, your phone is probably blowing up no. all day long. Uh, Mike says, JaVel McGee to the Mavs.
0: Another great deal.
1: Love it. Great deal. Great Love deal. It. There's your rim protector, Mike. There's your rim protector and your shacked and a fool superstar. Any other deals you want to
0: discuss? Well, Mike is like he says a little late to the show. You want any? Apparently missed Royal Rebounds show also. Oh, okay. He wants to talk about Malik Monk.
1: Okay, let's do it. I love it. I absolutely love the deal, Malik Monk. Huge addition to the Sacramento Kings. Cheaper than Victor Oladipo, and. Uh, Has chemistry with Deer and Fox. I've been wanting this guy for five years since the NBA draft. Actually, before that, when I was watching them in the tournament. Uh, So, huge, huge move. And, Mike, it's okay. We all have to work. You don't have to be sorry (laughs) about that.
0: Sorry, Mike. It was a little – that was a dig at you, but I I was just kidding. You know I I love you.
1: Yeah. What are your thoughts on the Monk?
0: I agree 100% with Ivan here. Okay. It does – I'm happy that they went out and signed a guy like Malik Monk. um, But I am – it does not change my opinion of how good the Kings are going to be next year alone. Uh, I would be over the moon ecstatic if the Kings had already picked up John Collins in a trade and now they signed Malik Monk. But signing Malik Monk and losing DiVincenzo and Damian Jones – is a net loss so far for me there's still time for them to add more players uh but i think that they there's a lot of work still to be done here
1: yeah i mean ivan comparing the players overall it's it's tough to say i think we all agree that monk is a better offensive player than dante um for me i just look at it in terms of like starters like king's need a starting two guard was dante DiVincenzo a starting two guard I'd say he's maybe a fringe starter.
0: I think Malik Monk's not too far above that. I think Monk's a starter. But a fringe, like, you got to say Malik Monk is in the lower half of starting shooting guards overall in the NBA. Yeah,
1: but he's still a starter. And I think Dante is... I think Dante
0: DiVincenzo is in that same group.
1: I think he's on the fringe. And, I, you know, Dante still could re-sign with Sacramento. It's still a possibility.
0: That's true, but... Does that make sense now? You've already got Terrence Davis. You've got Davion Mitchell. Um, Now you're signing Malik Monk. Just how many minutes are available for all those guys if you re-sign DiVincenzo as well?
1: Ivan Dante was a starter in the regular season on a championship team. They won the championship without him because he was out due to injury. So I guess that right there shows how really important he was on that championship team, right? Like they won the championship without him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They, they might not have been in that. He started 66 games for them that year. No shade. I love situation. You've been him.
1: listening to me all season. Yeah. I like Dante DiVincenzo a lot. I really do. And I would love to have him back to the Kings, but I think Malik Monk is an upgrade. I really do. What's up, Gothin? Good to see you here. Oh, we got to hear from Gothin. Gotham. <laughs> who's better Malik Monk or Dante DiVincenzo? I gotta hear it (laughs) and shut up Mike (laughs) (laughs) it is interesting times and I'm calling it John Collins is gonna be the next guy coming to Sacramento I I sure
0: hope so because uh, otherwise it's it looks like the Kings are basically running it back with the addition of Keegan Murray and Malik Monk and I don't think that team is that much better than the team we had last year
1: yeah yeah I agree uh Maybe not much better than the team we had in the second half of last yeah. season. Yes. But I think but we're going to get some chemistry. winning percentage-wise,
0: they were almost identical, the team in the first half yeah, and the second Yeah, but
1: talent-wise, much more yeah, talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we're going to get some chemistry here. And that's another thing that I want to just throw in that I said earlier and I've been saying over and over again, is just the fact that, like, Fox and Monk have played together.
0: Yeah, and that's, to me, that's the biggest positive about Signing Malik monk, it's the impact it's going to have on De'Aaron Fox. Exactly. We talked about it a little bit on on row rebounds uh, Just a little while ago, but all the moves that the Kings are making right now are To benefit or to strengthen um, De'Aaron Fox's love and appreciation for being the man in Sacramento, right? Yep as opposed to the moves they made the previous two years before that drafting two more point guards uh, guys that maybe didn't compliment De'Aaron Fox yep. in the best possible way. Uh, they're doing the exact opposite of that now. And if you get De'Aaron Fox excited about playing in Sacramento, even more so, uh, you know, more committed to being the franchise player. So he comes out and he starts the season the way he finished the season last year. That's a, a very positive thing for the Kings.
1: Yep. Ivan, you know Malik Monk is better than Buddy Heald. Come on. You know it's true. And the dude is making half of the money as Buddy Heald. So I will be half as disappointed and half crying. Ivan,
0: I'm with you, man. Uh, I'm in the same boat as you. Uh, I I agree completely. It's it's good. It is a good thing for the Kings to sign Malik Monk, but I am not going to get too overexcited about it at this point.
1: We'll see what uh what Mike Brown can do to help patch this defense together, and and who knows maybe maybe he can bring in a couple more guys to help help secure that for sure. Uh, then losing a good shot blocker, defensive presence in Damian Jones.
0: Yeah, that one really hurts to me. I, you yeah, know.
1: I was bummed on that too. But but Damian yeah. Jones didn't play a lot. He didn't he, get a ton of playing time.
0: He didn't, but I think he showed enough to deserve. Uh, you, you know, I think he's going to go to L.A. and have a really, really strong season for them. I could he, see he may end up starting a bunch of games for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see that. And, you know, back to back to your point, Ivan. You know, when Monk gets blown by by two guys, we're going to be crying. When he makes a three, we're going to be happy. And when we're watching DiVincenzo bricking threes on another team, we're all going to be happy as well. So, you you could kind of go with that however you want. But as Gotham said, I do like Dante DiVincenzo's intensity. I loved uh, the way he would chase after people on defense. I loved his rebounding ability. And I, I honestly hope that he, he does return. Because, you know, we talked about it a week, maybe it was two weeks ago, where I said I loved DiVincenzo, but the reason I was reluctant to move him to the starting lineup was because I loved how he played with Davion Mitchell. So if you are able to convince him to return and say, Hey, we traded for you twice. We want you to be on the roster. We'll pay you a little bit more to come off the bench. I think that would be a win-win for both the Kings and for Dante DiVincenzo. But as of right now, he's a free agent. Good
0: luck trying to convince Dante DiVincenzo to sign that contract. After you try to trade for the guy twice, then you, you don't show faith in having him be a starter, even though he wants a bigger role with the team. Then you just, flat out don't even offer him a qualifying offer whatsoever and say, you're on your own. You can sign with whoever you want. What is his incentive to re-sign with the Kings at this point? More money. I don't know. Uh, You could, there's a, Guarantee that he could get the same if not more money from another team somewhere else. I think we
1: will see and uh, you know The intensity that you guys like Maybe that intensity is focused on the Kings front office right now And that could be why Dante DiVincenzo is not re-signing with the Kings, but we will We will see what happens ultimately Uh, Any other deals Calvin? We haven't heard anything about DeAndre Ayton yet
0: We have not heard anything about DeAndre Ayton yet Um, also Jokic re Oh, yeah. I think
1: let me let me figure out the numbers real quick here.
0: You know, everybody saw that coming. That's not uh Mike, I think the Mavs have had uh one of the best, if not the best, off-season. I said was it just yesterday? Um Detroit and Dallas, the both the big D's, both yep. of them yep. are having in my opinion the two best off-seasons right now.
1: Jokic agrees to A five-year, $264 million contract. It is officially the richest contract in NBA history.
0: Congratulations to him. Wild. Much deserved.
1: Wild. And this is a dude that, if you looked at him, other than his height, you'd be like, he's probably not a basketball player. (laughs) Yeah. Wow hard work pays off man it really does
0: one thing we haven't talked about at all and it's not a deal but it it could potentially ruin a deal for a guy who was very high or had a very good season last year and and bet a lot on himself miles bridges is in a little bit of trouble oh yeah right now getting arrested for a domestic violence dispute oh man the day before free agency what a, i mean Bad Look, timing. Everybody is innocent until proven guilty. But, man, you are an idiot to put yourself in that situation. Whether or not you, you, what happened is true, um, the, the guy definitely hurt himself big time. Oh, yeah. Big time.
1: What do you think is going to happen with that? Is, is he not signing with the team? Well, at this Will point, he's, he's got to worry.
0: That's ab- a felony charge. He's got to yeah. worry about going to jail first and foremost. Wow.
1: Wow. You think any team takes a a waiver on him? Not or right is, now. Why would you? Or nobody? Yeah. They just all back off and wait.
0: I think that's definitely what's going to happen here. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Wait till Doncic demands sixty million a year. It's going to happen. <laughs> it, it might even be more than that. You know, I was watching NBA TV, TV today, and they were talking about how the way things are going, players are going to be making a hundred million dollars a year here in the next ten years or just so. Just incredible. So. That's crazy. Could you imagine signing a billion dollar deal for half of your NBA career?
0: No, I couldn't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's absolutely crazy. All right, guys, we are going to open it up here to Q&A. So if you guys have questions, we got answers. Go ahead and drop all your questions here in the chat. We're happy to answer them. And then uh, we will also be live again tomorrow, breaking down anything else that uh, that happens. So. Make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Please hit the like. Please hit the subscribe. And also don't forget to hit that notification bell so you are notified every time we put out a new video. Which team would be scarier to see KD play on next season, the Mavs or the Grizzlies?
0: Um,
1: That's a tough question.
0: I, I Honestly, I think you're kind of splitting hairs there. I really do. Like it, Either one of those teams with Durant, they're already close to being ready to compete for a title, if not already there at this point now, right? You yep. add Kevin Durant onto either one of those teams, you got to think that they're they're just they're right there, like they're a championship level team. I think the the real question is what do each one of those teams have to give up to get him? Exactly, right?
1: exactly. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, and I have to say the Grizzlies probably have more to give up. They definitely to do. get him. So. But yeah, I do like what the Mavs are doing this offseason. We didn't even talk about it cuz Mike wasn't here when we were talking about them bringing in Christian Wood. Uh you want to give some thoughts on that real quick?
0: I think we did talk about that a little bit on another show when he was he was on. But it's a great move. I I said as I said before when it happened when the deal went through, um I think there was arguably the this is the perfect player for them to get because yeah. the the question with Doncic and the Mavericks has been: Do you bring in another superstar like a Batman and Robin, or a, a, the beginnings of a super team mm-hmm. deal, or <clears throat> do you go contrary to popular belief in yep. how to build an NBA team and just surround him with the right type of player? And Christian Wood somehow falls into like both of those categories at the same time. It feels like to me, he's not a, a legit superstar, perennial yeah. All Star. Uh, but he has that type of talent. He's a healthy Corzingis. he fits exactly into the scheme, yeah, the style of play that, that, uh, that yeah. Dallas wants to run. So it's a, a home run deal for me.
1: And they didn't give up, like, very much to yeah. get him at all. Yeah. So huge deal for the Dallas Mavericks. But one thing that we did discuss, which I asked you, I said, does this mean they're going to do better next season than they did this season? And you had a hard time answering that question because they made it so
0: far. They did, yeah. I yeah. mean it it's it's hard to get back to that spot, the Western yeah. Conference Finals or on the doorstep of the NBA Finals yeah, every year. No matter how Portland. good you are, right? Yeah. So um I, I think that the the odds are in their favor, uh because they have a overall a young team and they've got a, a legit superstar who, you know, is already probably one of the 10 best players in the league, arguably. Maybe so five. Maybe five. Maybe even. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that this team has all the, the chance in the world to get back to the same spot next year.
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, would you throw out a winner today so far?
0: Ooh, that's that's tough. Um
1: a lot of a lot of moves.
0: Yeah, a a lot of a lot of moves that also didn't really change. Like I mentioned or we talked about a lot of guys have just re-signed with the teams that they played with last year. So we didn't really see maybe a whole lot of of uh, inner team movement as we might have expected day one. I think Philadelphia has got to feel really good about themselves getting a guy like P.J. Tucker, even though he's older. Mm -hmm. I think he complements that team really well. Uh, And I don't want to overstate what the Lakers did, but I really do like the moves that the Lakers made for the position that they're in with the still potential of getting either Kyrie or Katie or possibly even both. Yeah. Um, They, they clearly were after younger players. Uh, I like the guys that they signed. I think Damian Jones was a great uh, acquisition for them. So I like what the Lakers did given the, the spot and the little amount of wiggle room um, that they had here. And then, yeah, I think Dallas, you got to put up at the top as well.
1: Any losers?
0: Uh, the nets. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they've got to be the biggest losers right now at at this point, you know,
1: for me, it's Charlotte and it's because of the miles bridges situation. And I didn't really see them do much today.
0: Yeah, they really didn't. They, They didn't make a lot of moves in general. Um, but they still have a, a bunch of guys on their roster who are, are making a decent amount of money. You know, It's not like they had a ton of cap room yeah. to spend. And Very uh, true. I, I think a lot of people are going to say the Knicks are... Losers is a hard word to say as of right now, right? But I think, like we saw in the chat here earlier, a lot of people probably are, are thinking that Jalen Brunson is overpaid uh, and maybe mm-hmm. not the the savior of the franchise doesn't really make the team that much better one way or another, uh, especially for how much money they're, they're spending on him. It it seems like a desperate sort of move for the Knicks who have lost out on every big free agent for the past, however long.
1: Yep. Jay drew's got a good point here. Summer league is starting on Saturday. The Kings are playing the warriors. I looked at, uh, that roster for Sacramento and the Kings seemed pretty confident. They said, we're going to win another summer league title. Uh, I did not feel the same confidence, but then again, I don't pay attention to a lot of those other names that I, that I see on the roster. Uh, I saw, was it Keon Ellis and Keegan Murray? The, the only two guys that I really recognize, uh, but make sure you guys stay tuned for that because summer league is right around the corner. Yeah, literally uh, basketball is back. Ivan says Charlotte is still reeling after the Kenny Atkinson debacle, LOL, having to rehire Steve Clifford because nobody else would take the job. Very good point. Great point. And that's, yeah, kind of exactly what I was getting to. It's tough to be to be the Charlotte Hornets. I'm surprised they didn't offer that, ball, that uh, job to LeVar Ball, right? He would have <laughs> taken it.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he would have taken it.
1: All right, guys, we are going to wrap up the show here. Thank you so much for joining us. Please hit that like button. Please hit the subscribe button. Also, don't forget we are giving away a $250 Fanatics gift card. To enter to win that, if you haven't already, is go to Basketball at the Bar, go to our homepage, and the video is linked there right at the top. Follow the instructions and post in down below in that video. So thank you guys so much for watching, for listening. Uh, Any last thoughts, Calvin?
0: Uh, we're going to have probably just as much to talk about tomorrow, if not more, than we had to talk about today. So buckle your seatbelts. Uh, the, the weekend has just begun. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. A ton of stuff happening. Uh, KD to uh, the Kings. Maybe it's possible. We will <laughs> see. Thank you guys for watching. We will see you all tomorrow. And don't forget to tip your bartender.